and welcome to episode 11 of the Crash Rabbit Pod, the podcast dedicated to exploring the magical world of Tokyo Joshi. I'm your host, Robbie, and I am joined, as ever, by my co-host, Ty. Yes. How are you, Ty? Hello. I'm doing pretty good. I'm also uh, doing pretty well. Um, I've been very busy lately because of exams. Uh, just... <laughs> taken so many hours of my time trying to study um but yeah would ha- which has also caused me to realize that oh yes wonderland happened already so, uh, <laughs> that, that's fun um i did not see the show i know ty you didn't see the show yeah so gonna can't wait to watch that uh afterwards uh when this uh podcast goes up but uh, yeah, uh, we have a lot to talk about uh, leading up towards the big show. We have five That's JPW matches and two shows uh, for the spring tour. So uh, let's get right into the That's JPW uh, matches. We're going to be very brief about uh, these types of shows. Honestly, they're just so frequent that like, for episodes going forward, we won't go too in-depth with them. But anyway, we've got five today. Happened at the Ice Ribbon Dojo. The first one happened on the 18th of April um, between Miyu Yamashita and Mahiro Kiryu with Miyu defeating Mahiro with the skull kick in three minutes and seven seconds. I'll be honest, I did not rate this because it was a bit too short. Yeah. Um... My hero's English and a lot, a lot of uh, TJPW's roster. They have their English isn't isn't that bad. Um, beginning of the promos. Uh, I love Miyu kicking the camera uh, during the introductions. I thought this match uh, was a pretty pretty good sprint. Uh, My hero started off the match hot, constantly on top of Miyu, but Miyu just one big kick and got the job done. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, not, not not too much to say there. Second match uh, we'll be reviewing happened on the 22nd of April. Another singles match between uh, Yuki Kamifuku versus Harun and Neko with Kamiyu defeating Neko with the famous sort of 5 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, it's the first time that I've heard uh, Neko speak in a bit. Very adorable. Uh, I, I, find, I really liked how Kamiyu just... She's a dog person against a cat, <laughs> which, I, which I think is amazing. Um, this is a pretty decent match. Uh, nothing too spectacular. Uh, Neko, she got some good offense in, but Camille just used her size to her, her advantage. So, uh, yep, I gave it two. Did you rate it, Ty? Oh, you rated the match? I, I gave it... I gave it two. A two? Yeah, I'll give it two and a quarter because I did like um, 
like commune like Neko with her little scratches. I thought it was funny. Right. So yeah. I'm kind of sad yeah. that uh Kamiyu said like she was going to beat Neko and she was gonna bring a dog. I'm very sad that she didn't bring either of her oh. dogs to the ring. It would have it would have popped me if she was walking down to the ring holding either Zach or Blair her dogs. <laughs> <That'd be> great. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Next next that's JPW happened on the twenty-fifth of April. Tag match between the Bakuretsu sisters versus Marka Kobashi and now Kakuda. With Nodka defeating Marka with the Bakuretsu Bulldog in 9 minutes and 54 seconds. Marka says to the Bakuretsu sisters not to eat too much. And that, uh, and Nodoka actually calls now a nursing school teacher and calls Marka <laughs> a bad girl slash DJ. I thought I this don't was understand a f- how those are insults. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was actually a pretty fun match. Uh, it had a quote comedic close slow start with uh Nodica just playing around with uh, now skirt but uh picked up a ton towards the end uh really enjoyed the latter half of it uh very quick very good tag work uh now and I know they worked well and Nodica and Marika together uh not bad I gave this two and three quarters I gave it two and a half that's fair and yeah. next moving on uh 20 20- this next match happened on the 29th of April between the Magical Sugar Rabbits versus Raku and Shoku Nakajima with Yuka defeating Raku with the Magical Girl Splash in 12 minutes and 17 seconds. All right. Can I, I make I'll a comment? On- <laughs> yes, go ahead. Okay, so this was like the first time I heard Yuka like speak towards the audience, like in English anyways. And yeah. I was so surprised at the pitch of her voice for some reason i was like i thought it was gonna be deep because she's just so like badass oh no the, that that's her voice the, <laughs> and i was like oh my god i, I had no idea i mean it's, it's actually, so cute but like, i did not yeah. see it coming it's actually one of the few times i actually i've actually heard her uh, speak in english because there's a video on like the tjpw like youtube account with yeah all the members of the roster speaking in english Except for Yuka, who just goes, who just sings her theme song, which is great. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, during the uh, mini interview, Shoko calls the Magical Sugar Rabbits the holy shit girls, and that they are the rabbit and monkey. Uh, Raku calls them big boys that are nosy. Uh, Yuka calls the team of Shoko and Raku bullshit, which I laughed at. Uh, these English segments are very entertaining. Um, <laughs> yeah. I th- Okay, honestly, I thought this is probably the best That's JPW match. Same. Just very fun stuff. Same. Um, you know, I'm starting to become a broken record when it comes to me saying how good Shoko and Yuka are as a pairing, just wrestling each other. Just so many good moments. Uh, I strongly played- agree, though. <laughs> Raku played her role. Uh, Mizuki was great, as always. And that end... That ending sh- stretch was great. Uh, not to mention, I thought uh, Chris Brooks, uh, he, had, uh, he, he was pretty good on commentary, particularly with this episode. Uh, I just thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, I really... I cannot, I cannot get enough of this Yuka versus Shoko. Uh, I gave this three and a half stars. I gave it a 3.75. 
Wow. Okay. Arthur nice. Reporters. Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I consider it like the best uh, that's JPW yeah. match so far. Yeah. And the final that's JPW match uh, that we have. It's actually not that bad either. Uh, it happened on the 3rd of May. Tag match between Rika Tatsumi and Suzume versus Miyu Mashita and Mocha Miyamoto uh, with Rika defeating Mocha with the twist of fate in 12 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, before the match, Miyu and Mocha, they don't know how to feel about their opponents, but they are team karate girls, which I dig. Rika says that they are stronger because her team consists of a bee and a dragon. Uh, I like this match. Uh, I liked how commentary put over how similar the teams are with a more experienced veteran, arguably Ace, uh, with the future stars of TJPW. Uh, the time with Rika and Mew was great. Uh, it makes me excited to watch their match um, later on. Uh, I enjoyed Mew and Mocha's like, sort of moment of double teaming with their karate moves on Rika. Uh, if, I was, if I was a little bit hypercritical, I kind of wish there was more of that, but uh, I enjoyed it. Um, the finishing sequence that put Miu away was fantastic. With her missing the skull kick and Rika hitting the uh, step up Enziguri into a ring of bell by Suzume, I thought that was awesome. So, yeah, uh, I gave this three and a quarter star. I gave it three and a half. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, those are the Vatch JPW matches. That we had it from uh, last episode to this one. And we are going to be reviewing two shows from the Bullet Spring Tour. First one uh, that happened, happened at Itabashi Green Hall, 24th of April. Before that, uh, I'm sure our listeners out there know that Japan has entered a state of emergency uh, from the end of April to mid-May, uh, resulting in more no-crowd shows. And... I've already said this before. Yes, Wonderland already happened at the time we're recording this. Uh, but prior to, it was announced that Hikari Noah will face Kamiyu for the International Princess title. And that the winners of the main event, uh, Miyu, Masha, and Rika, and the three-way on that card, Yuka versus Mizuki versus Shoko, uh, will compete at the Cyber Fight Festival on June 6th for the Princess of Princess Championship. Very, very excited for that. Um, also, there was kind of a, a smaller show that happened um, on the 25th. I think it was called like the Garafas Green Festival. Uh, I believe it only had two matches and they were on mats instead of rings. Um, but the release date of the show, I don't know if they're going to release that. So we might not just review that or something. But uh, yeah, and uh, for the final piece of news, uh, there is now an official DDT slash TJPW international store uh, available at Big Cartel. So if you want to buy something from TJPW or DDT, you don't have to set up a third party uh, order. Well, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I believe there's only like three items available, but um, glad that that... that that's out there and that's available for the international fans. Alrighty, as always, all the translations come from the DDT slash TJPW English update Twitter page. Beginning of the show, Sayori starts off by explaining the city of emergency announcement. 
Then the Up Up Girls sing AATW. Then we have the matches. Alrighty, so first match is a tag team match between Maki Ito and uh, Erisu Endo versus now Kakuda and Moka Miyamoto with Maki defeating Moka with the Ito special in 9 minutes and 51 seconds. Ty, what did you think of this match? I thought it was alright. Like, it was, it was a good opener because, you know, starting with Maki and now, I feel like adds a little spice instead of the trend of Erisu always being like in the opening against someone because she's like the newest rookie right so but i thought it was fairly good um it was predictable <laughs> so you see i'm always hoping for like a big surprise but you know it was, y- you saw it coming kind of thing yeah well you can't let like you can't let who you think is going to win ruined your enjoyment of a match. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought this match was pretty okay. Uh, there's nothing too much to say here. Uh, I love Maki giving now uh, the thumbs up uh, like Airsu does. <laughs> I really like uh, that pairing. Um, being the match, Maki just lets now attack her, but she goes and trips her and uh, goes for the Kokashi, but uh, misses, uh, causing now to taunt back later on in the match. Now she's choking Maki in the ropes. Um, she saves Mocha from the Ito special, and then we had back and forth shots between Maki and Now. Um, and then uh, Maki defeated Mocha for the win. Um, like I said, nothing too much to say here. Uh, snare tag match with like a burst of energy towards the end. Uh, I really liked uh, Maki taking control here with some good exchanges with Now. Um, and, you know, Erisu and Maki giving each other a thumbs up uh, is a wholesome visual that I didn't know I needed. I appreciate that. <laughs> match two, we have a three-way match between Hyper Masel versus Palm Harajuku versus Mahiro Kiryu with Hyper defeating Palm with La Magistra in 11 minutes and one seconds. Ty, you can't yes. deny that it is time to join the Palm Order because... Oh my god. Palm- Palm Harajuku, she popped off in this match. She really did. She was very involved in this match. Like, I I was so surprised, but so glad at the same time. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, Hyper actually doesn't grab the microphone. She it looks like she's gonna start off uh, a match yeah. without doing her promo, but instead. Palm, she grabs the mic and signals to Mahiro, and then they kind of go into the hello big children thing before uh, Hyper, she grabs the mic. She can't help herself, I guess. And then uh, Mahiro and Palm attacked her before (laughs) she even spoke. I thought this match was uh, really fun. Uh, A lot of double teaming, uh, starting off with, you know, Mahiro and Palm. Um, They uh, attack Hyper, of course. Uh, they low bridge her out of the ring. And then um, Palm, she fakes out Mahiro with a shin kick. Um, then she gets caught by Hyper, but moves out, the, out of the way before Mahiro attacks her. Um, then you had a revolving headlock chain, which is pretty interesting to see. Um, then you had Mahiro and Hyper Macelle double teaming on Palm. Uh, I think we need to expand that list. Um, <laughs> Hyper Macelle, she just slaps Mahiro off of 
palm when she tries to pin her, which is nice. Um, like I said, like palm, she was very involved in this match, and I liked how uh, she was able to do a lot more than she usually does uh, in ring. Um, hyper, she goes for the hype of me returns on palm, but palm, she hits the head scissors. Uh, or actually, no, sorry. Uh, hyper, she goes for the hype of me on my hero, but palm breaks it up by hitting the head scissors. Really like that. She hits a leg drop on my hero. Um, hyper Masao, she uh, hits I am a hero on my hero, but palm just pushes her away. Um, but then palm goes for palm to justice, and hyper uses my hero to trip her. Uh, then get a quick roll-up for the win. Um, very fun three-way match here. I love the double-team dynamics uh, in this match, whether it be on Hyper Masao or Palm. Palm, she looked amazing in this match. Probably one of the best show, one of her best showings in a match uh, in a while. Uh, she was active, her spots looked good, and she genuinely made me think that she could sneak a victory here. <laughs> so, yeah, I gave yes. this three and a quarter. I gave it a three out of five. I mean, I bet the palm order is like celebrating right now <laughs> at this point. She looked very well in that match. I yeah. think we can yeah, both agree on that. She got me a oh. few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Match three, we have a six-woman tag between Yuki Kamifuku, Marika Kobashi, Raku taking on the team of Nodoka Tenma, Yuki Aino, and Harna Neko, with Marika defeating Neko with the step-up Bulldog in 11 minutes and 29 seconds. Ty, what did you think of this match? I thought it was a very good match. Um, I didn't expect the pairing of Kamiyu, Marika, and Raku for some reason. I don't like, I'm always used to <laughs> Kamiyu and Mahiro. So, yeah. like... I mean, you know, the Bakuretsu sisters, Neko. Neko is, like, kind of barely shown in this match, in my opinion. Like, she was there, but it mainly was between uh, Kamiyu and then the Bakuretsu sisters. And, and Marika, Marika's popping up a lot more. I noticed that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, Kamiyu and Marika, they teamed up. Uh, it's not unusual to see them together. And yeah, uh, Mar Marika and Raku, they have, they teamed in the Max Heart tournament. So kind of makes sense. Uh, I thought this was pretty decent six woman. Uh, beginning was great with just Raku sending Nodoka just rolling until Nodoka collapses, uh, which causes Raku to attempt the Oyasomi Express, but Nodoka grabs her leg and the face that Nodoka makes is just amazing. Um, it was another case of the Bakuretsu sisters using Neko as a weapon. Uh, I know Nodoka just swinging her to splash on Raku. We've got Kamiyu hitting a brainbuster on Aino. Uh, and then the Bakuretsu sisters, they double team Raku in the corner. Uh, Raku, she goes for the brain chop, but gets caught by Nodoka, uh, who then hits a fallaway slam, but then runs into a brain chop and then a face buster. That was a good, good sequence. Uh, I thought Marcus' chops on Neko were great. Um, Camille, she drop kicks both the sisters in the corner, and then Raku hits a double bulldog on them. Uh, Marika, she catches Neko's Neko Nut Crusher, 
turns it around into a dead valley, into a drop kick. Then she hits the step up for the win. Um, I thought this was a pretty decent six woman. Um, I really like the or like seeing the double teamwork with the sisters along with the the Giaru train, Marka and Raku. Um, had some pretty fun spots, but nothing too much to say here. No. So uh, I gave this a two and three quarter stars. Me too. And the semi-main of the show, match four. We have a singles match between Sena Shiori versus Hikari Noah, with Hikari defeating Sena with the Blizzard Suplex in 8 minutes and 50 seconds. This match, of course, is Sena Shiori's graduation match. Ty, what did you think of it? There's a lot of emotions going on through the match because obviously with Sena leaving, it's very heartbreaking. Yeah. So, and you can kind of notice that they've got a little light on her moves a bit because of her condition. So it's like it's heartbreaking in a way. Yeah. Like you just you just feel so bad. But at the same time, I think, you know, this this is something that it's like closure, you know. Right. It like between especially between her and Hikari, since they've been such a strong team together. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I personally cannot rate it because <laughs> it's emotional. Oh, I did not give so, this match rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I feel I feel sad. Like, I wanted to see more of Senna. I really yeah. did. And I can't have the opportunity. And it's, it's unsatisfying. <laughs> I would never be fulfilled. <laughs> um, for Senna's last match, I'm glad she had it with Hikari. That just makes all the sense of the world. And you can tell that they, both of them, they wanted a good match. Yeah. Uh, very quick opening, a uh, back and forth exchange. Senna catches Hikari's foot and then uh, gets early control. And then later on, Hikari slaps Senna, takes her into the corner. Uh, Hikari, she took control for a good amount uh, in this match. Uh, drop kicks a plenty. Uh, Senna, she reversed Hikari's abdominal stretch into her own. Uh, more back and forth strikes until uh, Senna. She hits the spaceship for a near fall. Uh, then there was a good sequence with Hikari whipping Senna. Senna goes to reverse her, but Hikari just hits a thrust kick and then the, like a urinagi. And then she's just slow to make the cover and then causing Senna to kick out. But then Hikari hits the blizzard for the win. Like I said, lots of counters, lots of quick movements. Hikashio, yeah. they know each other. And they showed their chemistry. And I thought Senna and Hikari brought a nice sprint to end off Senna's run in TJPW. And maybe all of pro wrestling as a whole. Um, She did say, they did stress that this was a graduation and not like a retirement. So who knows? Maybe one day we can see the Tokyo Space Ranger come back to TJPW. Uh, I'll hope for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, after the match, Hikari immediately embraces Senna. Um, Senna, she's in tears as she grabs the mic. She says that a lot has happened since she made her debut over a year ago and was a trainee over two years ago. She has nothing but thanks for everyone that has helped her carry on and that she's graduating, not retiring. There you go. 
so she could return someday. She continues by saying that she will, quote, see you again, and that even though it will be lonely, she will top it out with a smile on her face. So now thanks to the fans and Ballast before exiting with Hikari. Backstage, both are together. Sana mentions that she's known Hikari before uh, she became a wrestler and that Hikari is her best friend. She's happy that she got to face her and that she said everything she wanted to say. And there's nothing more left to do. She did want to win the tag titles, but now that she's graduating, she will continue to watch Hikari from the perspective of a fan, or of a fan rather. Hikari, she mentions that she met Senna before she, she became a wrestler and that when Hikari finally became one, she had asked Senna if she wanted to join her uh, after Senna uh, expressed interest. Hikari was unsure whether she made the right move, but she's glad that Senna has no regrets and that they will continue to be friends instead of tag partners. Senna says that she was always happy when Hikari was there for her when she had any issues. And then uh, when Hikari is told that Senna uh, wanted to see her win a belt, she says that she will go after a singles title uh, because all of her tag partners go away. <laughs> this is the third time for the third year in a row that Hikari's tag partner has left her. Uh, the others wow. being the others being uh, Natsumi Maki and I believe you. I I could be wrong on that. Uh, my knowledge of TJP TJPW during that time is a little bit iffy. Um, she says that it's frustrating that Miyu Miyu Yamashita beat her at Korokin and went to challenge for the Princess of Princess title, but she will take action sooner than later. And she does. She challenges for the international belt at Yes Wonderland. Don't know if she won it, but I'm excited to see that match. Um, very, very heart for, heartfelt words from both. Of course, we wish all the best for Senna. I'm glad that this was the show that had fans. Like, this was the last show before um, the state of emergency kind of affected the upcoming shows where there will be no fans. So I'm glad that Senna, not only did she have her last match against Hikari, but in front of fans as well. So, yeah. Farewell, Tokyo Space Ranger, at least for now. Match five, we have an eight-woman tag between Rika Tatsumi, Miyu Watanabe, Mirai Mayumi, and Suzume versus Miyu Yamashita, Yuka Sakazaki, Shoko Nakajima, and Mizuki with Shoko defeating Watanabe with the Northern Lights suplex in 13 minutes and 7 seconds. I don't know how they made this Magical Sugar Rabbits mashup theme, by the way, but it works so well. Really enjoy hearing that. Um, I also really like uh, Yuka shaking the ropes like to trip Miu during her entrance. That was pretty fun. Um, it's kind of interesting that Miu and Mirai are the only people willing to handshake each other, uh, but even then, no. <laughs> And then uh, we had the match. Ty, what did you think of it? Um, I liked this match. It was, it was pretty good. Um, like, we have some conflicting feelings. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> I, I do have some conflicting feelings. But <laughs> I mean, Miyu Yamasa, great. Uh, you can really see they're building up the tension between Rika and Miyu for. Yes, Wonderland, but yep. we haven't seen it yet. So, yeah. 
So yeah, but um, you know, Shoko, lover as always. Um, I feel like my complaint is always I don't see her enough, but I can't use that as often. <laughs> <laughs> you so, really can. She's done a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I thought it was good. Um, I personally cannot say much about this match because I really, really wasn't feeling this entire event. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, it's it was good. It had all the people that I loved, like, bunched up together. But it was just, I, I don't really know how to explain it, personally. Okay. Here's like, the thing for me. Yeah. I thought this was so fun. Really? Like, oh so my many, god. Like a lot happened here that I really enjoyed. First off, one of my favorite tropes in TJPW is just Mizuki being in the ring with Rika. Uh-oh. Rika's in love. Let's see what happens. Um she carries oh, Mizuki no. to her corner. Um we have so many double team moves in this match that I really enjoyed. Um Magical Sugar Rabbits, they uh, double-teamed against V-Star uh, until Rika, she grabs Misaki, her love. Uh, Watanabe grabs Yuka. Um, Daydream, they low-bridge Shoko and Yamashita. Um, Mirai, she hits a spinning power slam, which was cool to see. Uh, there was a very nice sequence between Misaki and Mirai, uh, just running the ropes, uh, but, a drop, but uh, Misaki hits a dropkick into a double foot stop. Yamashita and Rika, the counters, the kicks in this match. Yamashita especially, she was very quick, very aggressive here. Really like all that. Just counter after counter between these two. Hip attack, sleeper, fireman's carry, octopus. Wow. Uh, Yamashita, she collapses. And then Rika, she puts in the dragon sleeper. But Yuka makes the save, and I like how you could kind of just slaps Yamashas, kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, Daydream, they double-team on Yamashita, but Yamashita, she takes them both out. And then we had Shoko Nakajima come in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Shoko, she did so much. We had another corkscrew uh, from her onto Watanabe. Um... Watanabe, she caught a freaking sire from Shoko and transitioned into a giant swing. I thought that was a great sequence. Shoko, she's so quick in this match. She hits a Casadora into a 619. And then Mirai takes out Shoko with the Lariat from Still Incomplete. And then a big power slam from Watanabe. Shoko, she counters Daydream, sending uh, Rika into the ropes right into a kick from Yamashita. Great. And then... Magical Sugar Rabbits, they hit a double splash on everyone on the outside. And then Shogo, she hits the double underhook DDT plus a Northern Lights on Watanabe for the win. So I, I thought this was such a funny woman. It's chaotic, lots of rapid high-speed exchanges. Just so many fun spots and combinations here. Mizuki and Mirai, Shoko and Watanabe. Shoko especially was so fun in here. I hope you're glad that you're hearing me praise Shoko because yes, yes, I'm very yeah. glad. <laughs> um, and the bits between Rika and Mew were great. Um, I'm even more hyped to see this to see their match. I, I really hope it was good. I mean, yeah, it's, 
it's me and Masha and Rika. I'm sure it was great. Um, just such a fun main event to end the show. Post-match, uh, oh, by the way, I gave this three and three quarters. I gave it three and a half, even though I wasn't really feeling the match for some reason. Surprising enough. Were you down because of, like, Santa's graduation, or? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was, I personally felt like uh, Senna's graduation should have been, like, the last event, because it's someone yeah, leaving I can the, see that. the promotion. So, I, I felt like the order was a bit, you know, but it's fine. <laughs> you got Shoko in the end, so it's all right. <laughs> I guess they wanted to send the audience happy, or home happy, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought this was a very fun, very funny woman. Post-match, Shoko tells Miu and Rika to stop glaring at each other. Pretty funny. Uh, with Yuka adding that she was waiting for another slap fest. Shoko ends the show by saying that lots has happened and that they won't be seeing fans for a while, but all pain eventually goes away, whether it be in matches or in real life as well. Even though it's goodbye for a bit, they will keep busting their asses in their matches. She says to keep watching and let us all do our best. And then we had some backstage comments from Miu and Rika. Miu says that she won more time with Rika. She says that even though she thought she did well in avoiding her offense, Rika's Dragon Sleeper was pretty scary. She, she says uh, she can see herself winning at Yes Wonderland, but it will be a first to, not, to have it be in a, or ah, have it be in front of no people uh, at a Corkin show. It may, it may be better to have fans there, but she's excited to see what she can do. Rika also comments, saying that even though their team lost, she didn't lose to Miyu. Uh, she, she also says that she's not the same Rika as she used to be, that she is the champ who has overcome deadly battles. She says that she will surpass Miyu at Yes Wonderland, but Miyu is immortal, so she's been thinking on how to put her down. Despite there being no fans, she hopes that fans will keep loving TJPW all the same, and that she will defend and make sure the excitement gets through even more than usual to the fans across the screen. She ends her promo by saying, live strong until we meet again. Survive. Stay alive. Thank you, champ. So, I gave this show 7.5 out of 10. Very fun show to quickly build to Yes Wonderland. Uh, that three-way exceeded all my expectations, thanks to Palm. Uh, I thought Hikashio, they put on a great back-and-forth match to send off Senna. And I thought that eight-woman tag was incredibly fun. Uh, and I think, uh, or, and I thought it did a pretty good job building or giving a sort of like preview of Rika versus Mew. What was your rating for the show? Oh, I gave it a six and a half out of 10. Wow, you were very... <laughs> I'm sorry, <All> Robbie. Right. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just surprised. Um, but uh, yeah, so was, that was the show on the 24th of April. Now review the second Spring Tour Bullet Show uh, that happened on the 1st of May. This show actually had live commentary uh, by Tetsuya Koda and Shota. The Up Up Girls sang Maki Takunai, and then a certain... International Princess Champ, Camille, crashed the ring afterwards. 
Uh, Kamiyu says, great job, only to Raku and Miu, and that she's got something to say to Hikari. She asks Hikari for her own self-evaluation of her performance, and before Hikari can answer, Kamiyu says Hikari is too slow, and that she must answer within a second. Therefore, Hikari is lazy, and that her bosses of her idol agency are paying for, quote-unquote, that effort. That's amazing. I love that promo. <laughs> um, Hikari says, what's the use in arguing here? And that she will see Camille in a match at Corkin, I believe. Uh, which leads to Camille giving us the starting call, which was great to see. First match is a singles match between Nodoka Tenma versus Moka Miyamoto with Nodoka defeating Moka with the diving body press in, in 6 minutes and 43 seconds. I thought this match was kind of fine. Nothing too much yeah. to say. Um, Nodoka, she used her power to get the upper hand a lot. Um, Mocha, she had a good moment just leaping over Nodoka and then hitting an arm drag uh, and taking her down. Uh, I, I, what I've been noticing about Mocha is that her, her sort of like rider kicks that she does like during uh, specific like sequences, they're pretty, they look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, really like that uh, part of her arsenal. But uh, yeah, nothing too much to say. Um, I will say that uh, I do believe this exact singles match happening a few months ago, uh, sometime last year. And, the, and I thought this match was definitely better and more competitive. So I'll give it that. Uh, but I gave this um, two and a quarter stars. Me too. I'll just give it two and a quarter. Match two, we have a tag team match between B-Star, Mirai Mayumi, and Suzume versus Maki Ito and Erisu Endo, with Mirai defeating Erisu with the backdrop in 12 minutes and 59 seconds. Another tag match for uh, Maki and Erisu. Of course, it's uh, building uh, for the uh, tag match at Yes Wonderland. That was also a Yuki Arai's debut, so glad that they're building that somewhat. Ty, what did you think of this match? So, I thought that was a fairly good match. Um, I'm starting to like B-Star a lot more. So, like, I... You know, I like the chemistry between Maki and Erisu as well. Like, Maki being the very uh, mischievous, while Erisu right. is the rookie. I, I really like that pairing. So, it, it's kind of like Maki is the crazy aunt and Erisu is the child. <laughs> That, that's too. like I, what the vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I I've been really liking their chemistry and kind of like just their yeah. interactions in general. Um, I just love Maki setting Suzume up in the corner. She yells Erisu and then asks who's the, most, <laughs> the most kawaii in the world. In which Erisu answers Ito-chan. It's it's very almost like big sister little sister type deal. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I found very entertaining. Um, I thought I this think was it's a, very adorable. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good tag um, and nice exchanges with Erisu, uh, tripping Mirai, uh, just dropping the knee and locking in the camel clutch. Um, B Star, they're working over Erisu. Erisu, she got the hot tag to Ito. She headbutts Suzume, takes down Mirai. Um, Mirai, she hits another spinning power slam. Uh, seems to be another move she's adding to her moveset, which I dig. Uh, 
B-Star, they take out Maki with the assisted face buster. Uh, and then Erisu, she tries to whip Mirai, but Mirai just lariats her and then hits the backdrop for the win. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good tag. Uh, really like the moments with Maki and Mirai together. Uh, Mirai's lariats are just a thing of beauty. And I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that B-Star uh, got the win here, especially building up for their tag title match against Neo Bishki Gun. So, uh, yeah, Ty, what did you give it star rating-wise? I gave it two and three quarters. I also gave it two and three quarters. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Yeah. All right, match three. We have a singles match between Hyper Missile versus Now Kakuta, with Now defeating Hyper with a two-count schoolboy in seven minutes and 57 seconds. The... The transition, or like the interlude from the last match to this match made me excited because Nodica put a button in the corner, and I was like, uh-oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, here's the thing. This match was requested by, or the stipulation rather, was requested by both wrestlers. This match is under, quote, choice and chance match rules. Hitting the chance button in the corner will play the song Choice and Chance by Juice Juice, an idol group, uh, in which two count falls apply. Hyper says, hello, big children. She says that this is under choice and chance rules. And no, she's not dicking around, which <laughs> that's great. Um, she says that her and now, they both debuted in 2015, suffered from injuries, and that their careers were not straight paths at all. Their careers were both entirely about quote choice and chance love that connection <laughs> um then the bell then we have the match uh, the bell rings and hyper immediately hits the button music plays and high feed spun ensues lots of <laughs> lots of movement here lots of uh roll-ups uh with them all kicking out at one um now she drives Hyper's face into the ropes, uh, which actually causes Hyper's masks to fall off. Uh, Hyper, she gains control later by hitting, or and hitting the hero correction system. Uh, she also removes the ring corner uh, and hits now with it. So I guess it's not technically a weapon because it's part of the ring. <laughs> um, she escapes a crossface and now hits the button. More high speed. Uh, pins. Uh, Hyper's mask falls off again. Uh, Hyper Masao, she hits the button for a third time. Uh, she goes to strike now in the corner, but now moves out of the way, causing Hyper to crash uh, into the exposed ring corner, which allows now to roll her up for the win. I thought this was a pretty fun match. Uh, the concept of the button was pretty entertaining and gave me flashbacks to Wrestle Princess. Uh, I was kind of wish they would have spammed it more. <laughs> because that would have been really entertaining, but that's just me being picky, honestly. Uh, but yeah, uh, Piper Masao, she's always fun and now look good here. I gave this two yes. and three quarters. I gave this a three out of five. I completely see that, yeah. Very I enjoyed the fast-paced sequences between Hyper and Now. I also didn't expect Now to win. I personally yeah. wanted Hyper to win, but I... You know, now it's pretty quick with it. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was a fun match. Yeah, and you know, hyper, she hit her head on like the exposed metal in the corner, and 
now only have to get a two, so <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, yeah. match four, we have a tag match between Magical Sugar Rabbits, Yuka Sakazaki and Mizuki versus Shoko Nakajima and Haru and Neko. With Yuka defeating Neko with the Brain Buster in 13 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, between, or an interlude between uh, the match prior and this match had Sayori dancing to uh, Now's entrance music, which was blessed to see. This match is another installment in Shoko versus the Magical Sugar Rabbits in How Fast Can We Go? <laughs> so, my feelings, I think, I think you know. Ty, what yeah. did you think of this match? I love this match, actually. I, I love the sequences between Yuka and Shoko. You can tell that they really know each other. Right. Like, they, especially with, like, all the dodges and how crazy shoko is with her parkour moves i i loved it i thought it was very fun yeah immediately right off the bat mizuki and shoko they start high speed fun uh mizuki she showed off some personality by sticking her tongue out to shoko while having mm. uh neko down and like pulling her hair later on um neko she grabs mizuki's arm and walks across the top rope uh, into a face scratch um you had the magical sugar rabbits throwing Shoko and Neko to the outside, tie their tails together before wrapping them both like to a post on the outside. Shoko and Neko, they break out before the count and attack the rabbits, uh, but they're still tied together, which causes them to accidentally spring back and hit each other like back to back. Uh, Mizuki, she misses a drop kick and Neko comes back with a face scratch. She tags in Shoko, who leaps off of Mizuki's back to dropkick Yuka in the ropes. Casadora pulls a stomp by Mizuki, followed by a sliding lariat from Yuka onto Shoko. Great stuff. Yuka hits triple brain busters, uh, but Shoko still kicks out before uh, Yuka locked in, the, in SDF. Yuka, she misses another sliding lariat, uh, which causes Shoko to hit a 619 and then a Frankensteiner that causes Yuka's face to hit the ring pose. Great stuff. And then uh, the amount of Shoko dodging the magical sugar rabbits, causing them to hit, engage in friendly fire accidentally, is just great in this match. Like Shoko, she drop kicks Yuka. Mizuki tries to drop kick uh, Shoko, but Shoko moves out of the way and Yuka gets hit instead. Shoko, she avoids another drop kick by Mizuki and moves out of the way of Yuka's sliding lariat, which causes Yuka to hit Mizuki. <laughs> Um, Yuka then uh, whips Shoko accidentally into Mizuki off the apron. Uh, she takes out Shoko with the magical merry-go-round, and then she catches Neko's Neko Nut Crusher and hits a brain buster to put Neko away. I really like this match. Really enjoyed the tag teamwork between both teams. Yuka, Yuka and Shoko have been on a roll lately, just putting on very fun, rapid matches with each other. Shoko was amazing in this match. Uh, both times against Yuka and Mizuki uh, separately and uh, taking both of them on as a team. Very fun stuff. After the match, Yuka tries to celebrate with Mizuki, but Mizuki just kind of makes a face at her. Probably because Yuka accidentally hit her a couple of times during this match, but I thought this was really fun. What did you give it, Ty? I gave it three and three quarters. I 
also gave it three and three quarters. <laughs> it was very wow. fun. Yeah. Y- Yuka, Shoko, add in a little Mizuki. Great stuff. Oh, wait. That's a three-way that's happening at Yes Wonderland. I can't wait to check that out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and the winner gets to have a title shot, so even more stakes. Oh, wait, I'm it's really a looking. three-way? Yeah. So Yuka, Mizuki, Shoko, they're all like against each other? Yep, and the winner uh, faces the winner of Miyu and Rika uh, next month for the title. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. That that three way is definitely a match I'm looking forward to. Um, so yeah, match five. We have a six woman tag between Yuki Kamifuku, Yuki Aino, Mahiro Kiryu versus Hikari Noah, Raku, and Palm Harajuku. With Hikari defeating Mahiro with the Blizzard Suplex in ten minutes forty four seconds. I do want to point out that this is a very nice touch. Hikari enters. A little bit of ring gear around like her waist is from Senna's. I really like that. Aww. That is nice. This match had a, <laughs> had a pretty entertaining start. First off, Hikari and Kamiyu, they don't handshake. Um, Kamiyu starts off with Palm, but Kamiyu just tells Palm to like move it as she's focused on Hikari. And then Palm just attacks her by shouting P and making one with her arms. <laughs> Palm is great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Ty, what did you think of this match? My highlight was definitely the sequence between Camille and Hikari. I want oh, to definitely. see more of it. Like, I, I loved how Hikari aggressively drop kicks Camille, but Camille yeah. uses her long legs just to knock Hikari out of it. I just. I was very entertained by that. And and the hit that Kamiyu made, she like kicked the face of Hikari. I thought that right. was very uh intense. So I, I love that. Uh Palm also she was very um surprising. I bet you know, <laughs> the Palm Order is just having a role right now. I could definitely yeah, see been, that. She's been doing great. She's been very entertaining. Yeah. 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 Uh, early on in the match, um, Camille, there's kind of like, how do I put this? Like a disagreement between Camille and Aino on what to do to Palm uh, as <laughs> Camille is trying to like whip her and Aino is trying to go for like a rolling snapmare. They kind of like look at each other and then Mahiro just steps in and smacks all three of them, which I thought was pretty great. Um, there's an Oyasomi on Mahiro. A uh, nice mini rope sequence with uh, Mahiro and Raku. Um, you had Palm with a dosi do on Aino to set up for Raku's brain chop and then a double drop kick. Palm, she sidesteps Aino on the ropes into an arm drag, which is pretty good. Um, then, like you said, the exchanges between Camille and Ikari, very fiery between these two, very rapid pace, just both of them going at it. And I feel like this is what I was ex- kind of expecting from Camille and Nal from their match at Still yeah. Incomplete. This is, this is like the type of intensity that I wanted in that match. Because this is like, you know, the announcement of Hikari facing Camille for the, t- for the 
international title kind of happened. So um, they quickly uh, got into the ring together. And, you know, they faced off and stuff. But for now and Camille, they were, they had many matches together, but Camille was always kind of, you know, avoiding uh, now. Um, but when they are finally in a ring together, I thought the pace was not nearly as, as intense uh, as it should have been. And I feel like the pace that Hikari and Camille set here was very good, especially for a very quick build. Like, there's not a lot of promos here because, you know, the Yes Wonderland happens very quickly after Still Incomplete. So I, I, I really appreciated uh, Camille and Hikari just going at it, uh, kind of just, you know, paying off them or Camille uh, crashing uh, the Up Up Girls earlier in the show. So very good there. Later on, Hikari and Raku, they double team on Mahiro for a near fall. Uh, and then Hikari, she has Mahiro into like a seated abdominal stretch, but Kamiyu just kicks her in the face. More back and forth between Kamiyu and Hikari. Really enjoy that. Um, I thought the teamwork between Palm and Raku was very nice here. Uh, Palm, she trips both Kamiyu and Aino. Raku, she chops both of them. Then from the apron, the Palm train, uh, they take out Aino and Kamiyu by just jumping on them. Uh, and then Hikari then hits uh, the blizzard for the win. Um, Post-match, Hikari goes to shake Camille's hand, and Camille declines leaving. So, pretty good, uh, or pretty fun six-woman. Fast action between Hikari and Camille. Has me very excited to watch their match. And uh, Pom and Raku working together to take out Camille, and Aina was very cool to see. I gave this uh, <laughs> another two and three quarters. This seems to be the rating of the day. Or up the podcast. Wait, two and three quarters or three and three quarters? Two and three quarters. Oh, I gave it yeah. three and a quarter. Fair enough. Yeah, this seems to be my yeah. rating for this podcast. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but very, very fun. Six one. And finally, in our main event, tag match between Daydream, Rika Tatsumi, and Miyu Watanabe versus Miyu Yamashita and Marika Kabashi with Rika defeating Marika with the Dragon Sleeper in 12 minutes and 27 seconds. Ty, what did you think of this match? Well, I love the sequences between Rika and Miyu. Like, you can tell the intensity. Like, it's, it's just so strong, and the tension just keeps increasing more and more. So I'm very excited to see their match in, yes, Wonderland. But... Mm. Like, I was thinking throughout the match, like, yeah, the, the sequences between Rika and me are intense, but then Marika is just there. <laughs> 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 so, like, it's, it's, I like the pairing because you have, like, all these really strong not rookies, and then you have Marika <laughs> just in the mix. Well, well Marika's not a rookie either. Like, yeah. She's a, she has, arguably more experienced than Watanabe, so. But Watanabe really packs a punch. Right. <laughs> so, but I, I also like the hip attacks Rika does, especially on uh, Marika and, you know, the sequences between her, uh, Rika and Miyu. 
right. thought that was also uh, like I believe there was a moment where Miu they were like in the was it Dragon's Crew right when they have like the legs over each other and they're both oh, no, that, that's like the figure four Dragon's oh the figure that. four yeah okay yeah so I like that it was pretty entertaining so yeah. I I thought it was a good match yeah, I, I fully agree with you on uh, my feelings on the interactions between Miu Yamashita and Rika. They start off the match. Yeah. Uh, they chain wrestle for a bit until Miu just goes for a skull kick and Rika ducks. And you can just see uh, Yamashita just like laying back on the ropes, just staring dead at her. Um, <laughs> just also, I also uh, like the. Uh, Quick to mention, uh, the tag work between Daydream. Uh, they trade power slams on Marika, just tagging in and out. Um, Watanabe, she throws Yamashita into the corner to be hit by a dropkick by Rika. Uh, I thought this was a pretty f- uh, good spot with Miyu, or Yamashita being put into the giant swing and then being dropkicked by Rika. Um, very good sequence here. Rika locking in the dragon sleeper on Yamashita. But then Yamashita turns it around, sends uh, Rika into the ropes, and then hits the return crush. It's been, it's been a little bit since we've seen that move, and I'm very, very happy to see it again. She tags in Marika later on. Marika, she hits a couple of drop kicks and then a leg drop for a near fall. Uh, I kind of like Marika. Uh, Marika strikes on Rika here. Um, she gets hit by uh, several hip attacks, hip attacks uh, by Rika. Um, Rika, she then lifts Marka, but Marka counters into a guillotine. And then what a spot here. Rika later hits Yamashita with a twist of fate on the apron, where Miu is like hung on like the middle rope, and Miu's head just slams down on the apron. I thought that was very brutal. That was very cool to see. And then Rika, she hits the sleeper into, the, into a dragon sleeper onto Marka for the win. Um, this was a fun and competitive tag match. Uh, Yamashita and Rika's sequences were great. I really enjoyed some of the spots here. Um, also enjoyed uh, Daydream's uh, tag work as well. Uh, I gave this three and a half stars. Me too. Nice. We're in sync. <laughs> We've been in sync a lot this podcast. Very exciting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, post-match, Rika grabs the mic and says she couldn't finish off Yamashita, but she will definitely put an end to her at Korokin to become absolute champ. She says that even though they won't be able to have crowds at venues for a while, these streams will be right beside us, so don't feel lonely. She ends the show by saying stay healthy and that all you need is TJPW. And then we had more backstage comments. Mia Yamashita questions if Rika has gone too far in terms of insanity. Love that. She now knows the game Rika is going to bring and that she might just have to finish her off in seconds uh, before she gets lost into Rika world for too long. She says that the apron twist of fate is the kind of crazy shit that will get her beat and that she has to get to Rika before she gets to her. And you had Rika. Uh, she starts off her promo by saying she, could, she couldn't kill Yamashita and that she wanted to break a body part before the title match. She says that Yamashita keeps getting back up unless she crushes her and that she will do just that at Yes Wonderland, surpassing her in the process. According to Rika, she will walk into Cyber Fight Festival 
as champion and that it is unbelievable for uh, Miu to think she will beat her in seconds. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was the show. Uh, I gave this show a seven. Uh, pretty fun show, uh, building the international and the Princess of Princess titles. Uh, lots of fun matches on this show. So, uh, yeah. Ty, what, what did you give it? I also gave it a 7 of 10. Yeah. Um, so, those are the two shows. Uh, our upcoming podcast, of course, will be on Yes Wonderland. Um, at the time of reco- recording, uh, I hoped to get that episode out uh, ne- sometime next week. So, very excited uh, to watch that show. I've avoided Twitter. So I'm going to go into it completely <laughs> blind. <laughs> so yes, very excited. Um, but before we uh, end off real quick, I'm going to do just very rapid predictions. And I'm just going to ask you okay. uh, the title matches and the three-way. Very quick. So three-way okay. match, you know, because they've happened already. Um, Yuka, Mizuki, Shoko, whoever wins gets to face the winner of the main event for the Princess of Princess title uh, next month. Who do you think will win? <sighs> Mizuki. I also think it's Mizuki. You know, she's. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah. No, right. And, <laughs> and no, that's not me being biased because I love Mizuki. But um, you yeah. know, Yuka and Shoko have have already they've won the belt even so. They already um, had their time to shine. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think a match the match between Mizuki versus uh, Rika, they already have an established. For, one side relationship, might I add, uh, with each other. So, yeah. International Princess title match, Hikari versus Camille. What do you think? Oh, boy. Um, so, wait, how, how long has, like, how many matches has Camille had again for the belt? She has defended it three times. This will be her fourth. I'm going to say Hikari... And I might. Yeah, I, I want it to be Hikari. I'm, but... I might regret. I might regret that, but I think it's Hikari. Uh, it's like imagine if, like you know, imagine if Camille retained. Yeah. Watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch Yes Wonderland like right after this episode uploads, and it's like, oh, Camille retained. Oh well. Um. But okay. Not thinking about what happened, I think it's gonna be Hikari because Hikari. She's been on a roll lately. Big match yeah. between with her and. It'll Rina be a Yamashita. good way to top it off, like her right. getting the title. Yeah. Right, she right, and Camille has had a pretty good run. Um, Hikari, she she's faced off against Rina Yamashita. She's faced off against me Yamashita, and she just lost her tag partner. So, I I can see them p- putting the belt on Hikari here. And besides, uh, Camille, she beat Hikari for the vacant title last November. So, it would come full circle for her. So, I think it's going to be Hikari if Camille retained. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm right. gonna say Hikari as well. Yeah, tag title match: Neo Bishki Gun and um, B Star. I mean, I think I think this is pretty obvious. So I'm gonna go with Neo Bishki Gun. B Gun. Yeah. 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 And then the Princess uh, Princess of Princess Tag or sorry Princess of Princess Championship: Rika Tatsumi versus Mia Yamashita. I'm gonna say Rika. I'm gonna say Mia. I love Mia Yamashita, but she she's won the title twice, and twice. Oh shoot! Yeah, she's a two-time holder. Um, um but, then then Rika then. 
based yeah, off of, like um, the logic. Yeah. And and me was the first ever champs. And you know, Rika, this has been her year so far, and I think you know, she deserves to have a long run, especially with how long she's been with the company. So It'll I, be I a think very it's very exciting win though. Like I, I, regardless, I'll be very surprised to see Rika beat Miu. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rika's definitely retaining, but it, I, I, it's going to be a good match from what those previews are, and I'm sure it is. Uh, like I said, I've yeah. been avoiding spoilers, so I don't know how people feel about the show, so who knows? Alrighty, that is this episode. Of course, follow us on Twitter at CrashRabbitPod. Podcast is available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and a bunch of other platforms. Ty, do you have anything else to say? I'm just excited to see Yes Wonderland. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and with that, my name is Robbie. This is Ty. This has been the Crash Rabbit Pod, the podcast dedicated to exploring the magical world of Tokyo Joshi. Talk to you guys later. Episode 12. <laughs>